Awesome. All right, we're starting this bad boy up. Um, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Nick Fraser podcast. Uh, I have with me today Gavin Walking, also known as Devin Carter in the DJ world. Uh, he's a real good buddy of mine from high school. He's starting up his DJing business, and uh, I'll link all his stuff below on YouTube. And if you want to follow him on social media. It's at Devin Carter, right? Uh, yeah, Devin underscore Carter on Instagram. All right, so y'all heard it there. Y'all can find him there, and we'll get into it. Yeah, producing, DJing, making my own music, that kind of stuff. So, What got you into it, man? Uh, I've always kind of been into music. Um, always played piano when I was younger, so that's kind of always been something that's been by my side with high school and outside of soccer. Used to play soccer. We used to play soccer together, so... Yeah. Yeah. Um, when I wasn't, you know, doing homework or, uh, playing soccer, I was just fiddling around on the piano. So really, yeah. And then I kind of just always would get good ideas and then they, I'd lose them. So then I just started to record them on Ableton and then just kind of took off from there. That's crazy, man. So like when you played piano, like, did you know any other instruments as well or just piano? I was mostly just piano. Okay. Um, played a little bit of drums annoyed my parents <laughs> enough to where we kind of stopped that but um yeah. it was mostly uh, just piano it's something I'll, i've always been gravitated towards that's cool so like after playing piano i guess did it kindle up this idea of djing or just um you know djing always was just kind of something that i was always kind of interested in yeah you know i looked at it i thought it was pretty cool i was always confused by it didn't right. know how it worked um got my first deck in high school played around with it had no idea how it worked and then I kind of just put it aside for a few years and then um went back man sophomore year of college um we were at study abroad in China and I saw that they had these decks in this local bar right by our apartments right right and uh I just kind of said screw it I was like dude i I've always kind of wanted to do this. I knew I always wanted to. And I was like, I don't know how I'm going to do this, but I'm going to look up YouTube videos and figure it out. Um, so I went to the bartender and I knew him because we had just hung out there a few times. And uh, I was like, yeah, dude, I DJ all the time. Like, I'd love to like DJ here for you guys if you're down. <laughs> and he let me do it. So that's kind of how it all started. Wow. So like, I assume with that being said, the Devin Carter brand just kind of flourish from there did you start out as Devin Carter or just your name kind of thing as um so it started off as something that I've been thinking of um that it was trying I was trying to make it a brand thing right and um it ended up being that I wanted my music that I produced to be heard by everybody you know regardless of where you're from who you are you know race gender whatever anybody can always connect on your music and I really believe that you know, I can bring people together with my music. So it's a cross-cultural connections type of thing where, you know, Devin Carter, regardless of what accent you have, where you're from, anybody, any language can really say that. Um, and it was kind of funny because in China, we'd be in the clubs and I'd introduce myself to other foreign people and they'd say, hey, I'm Gavin. And they would say, oh, nice to meet you, Devin. They'd miss everybody, every time mistake, my name is Devin. So that's where Devin came from. And then I figured Carter was pretty easy to say and yeah. just kind of flowed with it and those so. two letters kind of stand out too right yeah dk donkey kong yeah, so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly yeah, yeah yeah well 
that's cool. So like when you were in China, how did you like manage your time with DJing and school? Like I bet that was kind of difficult, right? Uh, yeah, decent amount. Um, basically we were in study abroad and, uh, our teachers were really all about the experience. They're like, well, we don't want to bog you down with all this work because we want you to go experience China. Right, right. And I was like, cool. So I ended up just sitting for like five hours a day in Starbucks. Like that was my experience. Because <laughs> um, I would just be producing all the time and I would DJ the bar on the weekends. And I kind of just cut out um, going out to the clubs because I, I already experienced that for like half the semester. Right. Um, and then I found it just really fun to get in the bar and learn and, you know, fail, make mistakes, get better every time. So that's kind of how I balance that. So, like, when you would DJ, how late would you DJ till, like, till, like, the early morning of the next day? Or are we talking just, like, till midnight? Or It was pretty much until the last person left. So sometimes there would be people there drinking until 4.30 in the morning oh. <laughs> and sometimes 2 a.m., um, but yeah, I had some long DJ sets then. Six, six and a half hour DJ sets sometimes. Man, that's insane. <laughs> so like what, since you were new to the DJing world, I guess, did you use other people's music and just like try to create a beat? Like mix it all up or? Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah. I mean, that's basically what DJing is. That's kind of dumb of me to say. No, that. no, no, not at all. And people, nobody like, it's hard to understand from an outside perspective. Um, and that's kind of what I still do is I just figure out creative transitions um, and I kind of play off of the energy of the room. Um, but then I was just like, I was just trying to survive. Like, yeah. I was just trying to make clean transitions that nobody noticed and just tried to make that my top priority. Now, did you ever like, not experiment, but come off a transition, you were just like, dang, that really did not sound well. But other yes. people were like, yo, that that sounded pretty good. What do you mean? Oh, um, no, usually if I thought it sounded really, really terrible, people either didn't notice it or they're like, yeah, that was really terrible. Oh, okay. <laughs> dang. Um, I mean, especially now, like where I've gotten more comfortable with it, um, there, there are transitions where it just, it sounds amazing and I just get super hyped up and people can kind of feel that energy. Like if you're hyped up behind the decks, people can just kind of feel that it's like a body language energy thing. Like they start to get into it. So, um, but yeah, there's still crappy transitions all the time. Like yeah. it, it's just, it's live music. Yeah. <laughs> it's trial and error. It happens. Yeah. Right. Right. But, uh, speaking of transitions. So like when you were done with study abroad, like how did you transition your Devin Carter brand to like college lifestyle? I mean, obviously, you know, study abroad, college kids, yeah. you have a big variety of culture, but coming back to UD, you're, you're just coming in cold Turkey. Nobody coming knows. Coming back to Gavin. Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're just right? Gavin. Nobody knows who Devin Carter is. Yeah. Um, well having an Instagram definitely helped. So I made an Instagram account and just made it Devin Carter and, uh, Followed a bunch of people and just started to build a following off of that. And um, people started coming up to me, especially the freshmen. There were a lot of freshmen who I hadn't met yet. And um, they knew me through my Instagram account. And I'd start to get people to come up to me and say, like, oh, DJ Devin Carter. Like, what's up? Like, Devin. Like, and that's kind of happening all the time now where people are calling me Devin and people are calling me Gavin. So some people don't even know my name is Gavin. And... Um, they'll just it'll come up to me at the club or the bar and uh, say, like, what's up, Devin? So that's kind of the transition is 
Huh. Instagram was the biggest help. Sure. Now the freshmen were they like I guess pledges to fraternities and sororities because I assume that's how you kind of got into those, right? Um, so I just did a lot of house parties for free. Okay. Um, I was just I would hang up my sign that said Devin Carter and then just play as much as I could, and people would add me on Snap, and then I would post house parties on my Snapchat, and then people would just start to come and. Um, and then also doing the local Dayton bar that everybody goes to on Saturday nights. Um, and now the club that people go to on Wednesday nights, which I don't know how they do that yeah. <laughs> every Wednesday. But um, yeah, that's kind of how I uh, got introduced to all of them. That's pretty neat. So yeah. like, I, I assume when you did the free house parties and word got out, when you went to those fraternity parties, did you have a like more of a a higher standard like you didn't want to disappoint the audience or no just kind of the same vibe um so a lot of those were like sorority events um it's like formals and stuff like that where they were actually paying me to do it so I definitely was a lot more nervous because I really wanted them to have a good time so it was less about the music that I liked and more about what they wanted to hear fair enough um so yeah definitely it's a different kind of standard but yeah Hmm. That is cool. Um, and I, I know when you started DJing and, and things started to grow, because I, I follow you on social media, yeah. I saw that you made a subwoofer. Is that still used? Or yeah. Like- yeah, dude, that thing kicks ass. <laughs> really? <laughs> my, uh, I was talking to my dad and I was like, yeah, I've got these two DJ speaker tops and um, I just need more bass. And I was like, I'm probably going to drop a lot of money on a sub and he's like, Oh, let's just build one. Cause he's always kind of been into carpentry and, yeah. or carpenter, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he's like, let's just build one. It's going to be a lot better than those expensive ones. And we're going to do it for a lot cheaper. So that was kind of some, something that we did together, like a project that we, we did. And it turned cool. out really well. So I, I assume trying to test out your music and where you were living your neighbors were not very happy oh, with you right oh dude they could hear it from like upstairs downstairs like, oh man i played it uh i lived in a dorm over the summer so an even smaller room and um i just i did a loudness test so i wanted to see how loud it would go and it was shaking like my neighbor's rooms like stuff was about to fall off the shelves it was it was pretty bad <laughs> man, that's crazy uh do you ever have the cops calling you at all or no yeah, all the time. Really? For house parties, yeah. Would they say anything to you or no? I just leave. I act like I wasn't there. Grab your stuff and just walk, huh? Yeah. Um, yeah, we would do house parties at this one frat house, like, every Friday. And uh, they got, like, their fourth write-up, basically. And they said, wow. all right, next time that... The cops told them next time that they have to come, everybody's getting ID'd, everybody's getting, like, a fine, so... It's kind of the end of that era. <laughs> wow. Like through those fraternity parties, I'm trying to, I'm kind of avoided through, but uh, through those fraternity parties, did you have anybody that was friends with somebody from another college that asked you to go to another college and do one of those parties or no? Um, so it's mostly UD kids. Okay. I've met some friends of friends that are from different colleges. Um, so it's been good connections, but mostly, um, I guess that opportunity hasn't really come up, but yeah. it's mostly been like a person will be at the house and they'll say, Oh shoot, I want you to DJ my house. So yeah. that's kind of where it all kind of feeds off of each yeah. other. 
Would you be open to that idea of going to other colleges? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. That's cool. Um, and also with, you know, DJing and stuff, what, what music have you produced on your own with not using other people's music to help build off? I guess. I don't know. Like yeah, not yeah. including their music in your own. Right. So like stuff I've made yeah, from yeah. scratch. Yeah. 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 Um, I've made a lot of stuff that I haven't released. Um, we're working on finishing an album by New Year's, actually. Okay. So it's mainly just getting those ideas to be radio ready. So you'll hear a lot of stuff on SoundCloud that aren't radio ready. Like you can tell it was mixed in some kid's yeah. basement. And that's why I haven't really released a lot of that because the first few songs that I made really sounded kind of unprofessional yeah and um i just really wanted to make an album that kind of took my music to the next level and was radio ready before i released anything so that's kind of where we are right now we've got a bunch of songs in the works um and we're just working on finishing that up so that's pretty cool man i mean so you said radio ready do you guys have like a radio station up there that is open to like like I guess SoundCloud artists like yeah. you or yeah, we've got a radio station on campus. Um, I know a couple of guys who run that. Um, I actually never listened to it because every time I see their Snapchats, it's always done. Like, you yeah, know, they have a certain time slot. Um, but I think they'd be open to that for sure. Do they just play all genres? I assume, or just I'm not. I'm not sure. Yeah, because I, mean, I haven't gotten the opportunity, it. and I really want to. It kind of pisses me off every time I see that, and then it's over. <laughs> like. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's definitely something that could be That's cool, done. man. So like, I assume after the school year's over with in the spring and you come back for the summer, right? Back home or? Um, I should be doing an internship over that summer. Okay. So I believe I'll be in Ohio, but, um, gotcha. it's still all up in the air, honestly. Okay. Yeah. I was yeah. just thinking, cause like, if you're going to really go into this DJing thing, I was want to know if you're going to do like local DJing events at, at home. Yeah, um, I'm really focused on producing right now. Okay. So I'm really focused on getting my work um, just to be up to par to stuff on the radio. Gotcha. Because um, kind of how I see it is producing will take you further than just DJing. So really anybody can pick up DJing and learn the skill right? Um, and get pretty good at it. But producing is really what sets you apart. Um because it's just it's songwriting from honestly. being the average DJ, yeah. Right, yeah. And you said songwriting. Aren't are you? I'm not trying to spoil anything, but have you like collabed with anybody for like DJing sounds, or are you doing vocals as well? Like, is that starting to be implemented into your yes. style of music? Yeah. So I've got several vocalists, several female vocalists from this acapella group on campus, and their voices are absolutely amazing really Um, dude they're so great like they're all like everyone in that group is just super top-notch that i can't even decide who could be you know the better singer you know it's like kind of at that point um and they're all really excited to get on the tracks and um i believe i'll be collabing with another producer on campus soon um but we're kind of just talking about it right now sweet man yeah have you had any like type of sports teams or players from any of the UD athletics come up to you about your stuff or no? 
I mean, I got a fist bump from Obi. Hey, that's pretty cool. <laughs> He's on the basketball team. Um, so that was pretty dope. I see those guys um, every once in a while when I'll be DJing, um, and they'll just come up and say hi. And, yeah. You know, they're just chilling because, you know, they got to – they got to work hard on their their, yeah, their sports craft. stuff. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, it's really interesting. You never see those guys really getting into, the, into party the party scene very much. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's cool, man. Like you, you mentioned notable people, like you know, this UD basketball players. But other than that, have you been, I guess, exposed to notable artists in this type of genre? Like, have you seen them in person or met? Like, not saying Skrillex, but have you seen people like that? Or yeah. Um, I actually got to hang out and meet with Elefante. Really? Um, yeah, so he's a guy that did the up-and-up performance um, at UD in the fall. And I, like, last minute got thrown in to open for him. And then I got into the meet-and-greet, and I ended up closing for him, too. So I ended up playing after him. Um, super chill dude. I told him, I was like, look, I don't want to take up too much of your time because I know you've got, like, other people to meet. Um, but I asked him for some advice. I was like, Hey, I'm a producer and I'm working on this every day. Like what do you have any guidance? And, uh, he basically said, he's like, you know, really just focus on producing, focus on getting your tracks ready. You know, DJing is great. And there's, you know, you always want to DJ as many parties and events as possible, but, um, definitely focus on your producing and, uh, that kind of stuck with me. I mean, he's like, just get through the frustration because there's going to be a lot of frustrating, frustrating points, but the people who actually make it are the ones that deal with that frustration and continue and they don't quit out on it because when you hit that frustration point where it feels like nothing is getting better with your music, it's tough. And it's kind of tough to see that end goal, that end vision. Yeah, that final product. Right, right. And... um so that was pretty uplifting to know that like he goes goes through that same thing too. Yeah. You know, I, I also think for things that have you know that purpose, you got to find a uh, uh, something that really inspires you. So like, what what would inspire you to just keep going through DJing besides that end product? Like, do you look up to somebody that besides the meeting you had with Elefante? Is there someone in particular that you look up to? Or, um, I mean. Avicii, I would say he kind of got me into making music um, right around the time that he died. You know, I really got into his music and um, he's always been like an inspiration to me. Skrillex for sure. Like yeah. I saw him in concert, always have loved his music. Like if I could be him, I would be him. Like that's crazy for sure. Um, but the things that get, keep me going through that frustration is definitely just like thinking about my family and how I want to make him really proud. And yeah. um, I just kind of want to make the best of this life that I've been given. Um, right. Do as much with it as possible and just go at it as hard as I can. Hard as I can. And um, it's sort of like a spiritual faith thing too, is that God gave me this gift and I just want to do everything I can to use it as much as possible and yeah. take it as far as it to can To fulfill go. it, exactly. Yeah. So people that listen, what what advice you have to give to them? Uh, for just, just people in general? In general, yeah. I would say find your passion, find your dream, something that you can wake up every day and be excited about and just go after it. 
you know yeah. i i think people really um not set their standards low but they don't, don't have really high expectations yeah they don't they don't really believe that they can do some of the incredible things that they can do yeah i agree and i think there's i really don't think there's a limit to any person i agree um, I, I think there are people in this world that they're too afraid they're they're very fearful you know what i mean yeah the fear overmasked their their confidence which yeah. is not good and i feel like that's one thing that's wrong with this world everybody has so much high expectation for things they see online and stuff yeah. like that. They're like, oh, that's going to be me in the next couple of years or months. I'm like, that's that's a lifestyle you got to adapt to. Yeah, man. dude. You know? I mean, for example, like, I see all these people that want to be, I don't know. I, what, what's a good example? I don't know. Oh, my God. Like, there's definitely a big surge of... You know, want to be entrepreneurs? Yeah, you just want to be like YouTubers, I guess I should say. That'd YouTubers be a good one. Is a good one. Yeah. yeah. Um, you just see, especially on Instagram, you see a ton of people who are like, you know, I'm going to get this in the next year. Which, I mean, it's great to have those big, goals. fast dreams and goals. Right. Um, but but I think realistic. people are seeing, they're looking at just the end product. They're looking at the cars, the money, the fame, but... That's not really what it's about. It's about the day-to-day hustle yeah. and grind. And like, I feel like if you are so focused on that end goal and that's all you see and you don't see the progress, you don't see the fun in the, in the learning, then you're just going to quit out. I mean, I, it's unfortunate to say, but I, I can see this happening with a lot of people and I've already seen it happen with a lot of people that they get super hyped up and they talk a big game and then they it doesn't work in six months and then they give up. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's just kind of a generation thing. Like we have so much stuff being presented to us on social media every day that it's all the extremes. And right? such at a rapid pace too. Yeah. Which makes it that way. The yeah. only things that, I mean, we are so oversaturated with content on social media that the only things that stand out are the extremes. So it's like, the extreme most beautiful women, the extreme fanciest cars, the most extreme best lifestyles, most ideal lifestyles, yeah. that people are sort of starting to get an entitlement of, um, like they expect like, okay, that's what I see all the time mm-hmm. because that's what stands out. They're like, that's what I see all the time. So I'm expecting like, that's what my life should be like every single day. Right, right. Yeah. When in reality it's, you're going to have bad days. You're going to have a lot of very mediocre, okay days. And then you're going to have a few great days. And in those yeah. mediocre slash bad days, you got to find the happiness in those. Like yeah. the, the, the little goals, I guess you should say. Right. right? The little progress. Yeah. You just got to enjoy the grind of those mediocre days. Exactly. Because that's what will bring you to the, the really great days. Well, that's a, that's a good way to put it. Right <laughs> Thanks. It got super deep. <laughs> yeah, it got really deep really quick. But, you know, we're going to enlighten it a little bit with DJing. What, what is something that you want to you wanna talk about about DJing that we didn't you know, cover? Hmm. Um, I, I don't know. I guess like the festival side of it. Yeah, so, yeah. Talk about that a little bit. It's, um, it's always super fun to see other DJs and producers who have made it yeah. and who are in a position that you want to be at. Um, and seeing them perform live and just, you see some of them are just like so energetic and just so into it. And it's like, 
damn, that's kind of what I want to be. I yeah. mean, that's absolutely what I want to be. Right, right, right. Um, so I've started to go to a lot of different concerts lately. That's so I cool. saw Skrillex. He was the uh, first EDM concert that I saw at uh, the Indy 500 Snake Pit. And that blew me away. I mean, it was like one of the most euphoric days of my life. <laughs> um, he just had so much energy and everybody in the crowd was just so high energy. And it was just a really great group to be around. That environment was just real cool. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And um, I've been to other concerts where I go into it with that same expectation of like super high energy. I just want to jump around and go crazy. And um, I'll go with people that aren't like that. And it is kind of a letdown. Yeah, it kind of lets you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because I just get super into it. And I find people at the concert who get super into it, too. Um, and it's just interesting that some people go to concerts just to kind of sit there and not really get super into it. Or they, you know, some people just go to do drugs. You yeah. Know? And it kind of sucks to see that. Yeah. Um, They're not in it for the actual content of it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm going there for the music and for the environment. Not, yeah. And yeah, that other stuff. So you were talking about environments, and obviously, since you're building a brand, you're building music, and you're producing and stuff. What? I mean, I saw on your social media you have a smoke gun. Are you yeah. trying to help that build that environment? Is that, I guess, part of that, or? Dude, I. Or you just wanted a smoke gun because it was cool. That was pretty cool. Pretty cool. CO two cannon. Yeah, why not? Right. Um, I went into the semester kind of with a strategy of okay. If I'm going to DJ, I'm not going to half-ass it. And I kind of made it a standard for myself that every time I get behind the decks, I'm putting as much energy into it as possible, giving it everything I can, doing the very best that I can, no matter what. No matter if there's three people on the floor or you know, 200. Right. Um, and that was kind of that same idea of I want to go and I want to change the house party game at UD. And I personally think that we touched that a little bit because mm -hmm. um, going from, you know, one kid just has a speaker and an aux cord to a guy who's got lights, big ass speakers, subwoofer, CO2 cannon. I mean, they love that. Like they yeah. really go absolutely crazy with it. Um, I think it's helped a lot with that. And it's definitely helped me as Devin Carter stand out. Yeah. Um, even if, if that's all people remember is, oh, that's the guy with the CO2 cannon, you know, it still sticks in their head. That's pretty cool, man. Yeah. So with, with that being said, I think, I think we've covered most of everything. Yeah. I, yeah I I've been rambling a lot. Yeah. I, I guess that's what podcasting kind of is. People the point, just, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, this is pretty sweet. I, I enjoyed talking about podcasting and, and DJing. It's yeah. pretty cool. No, you're a good interviewer. So, seriously. I, I appreciate it, man. Yeah. Well, good luck on the rest of the way with school, obviously, and, and DJing especially. So um, anybody that's listening, um, and everybody, whoever, uh, you can find Gavin, Devin Carter on Instagram at Devin underscore Carter. Uh, Carter you, with a K, by yes, the way. Yes, Carter, <laughs> Carter with a K. There's been a few mistakes with that. Yeah, it happens. Some um, guy named Devin Carter is getting a lot of followers. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We're promoting somebody else for no reason. Um, but yeah, you can find him on Instagram there. Uh, you have Snapchat, other social medias? You want to? Uh, you can get on my Snap. It's Gavin Wolking underscore seven. There you go. Um, so we'll eventually turn that into a Devin Carter Boom. Snapchat. The, but. the brand's building, folks. The brand is building. <laughs> and do you have like uh, anything to 
book shows and stuff. Is that cool with you? Um, I mean, if you go on my Instagram and DM me, hey, okay. there you go. You have an I'll email respond. or anything for that stuff or no? Yeah, Devin Carter Music at gmail.com. Cool. You heard it there, folks, right there. Well, Gavin, thank you very much for coming on. I appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate you. Awesome. Me, uh, one thing I do like to implement on this show, uh, since it is kind of Nashville based, um, I'm a big foodie. Yeah. You got a favorite restaurant or favorite type of food from Nashville? Hopefully not hot chicken, as everybody else no, says. No, it's too basic. Because growing up in <laughs> Nashville, it I don't ever remember hot chicken being a thing until I was like in middle school. So yeah. give it. What you got? Well, it's not southern food at all. It's this Italian restaurant called Balabas. Okay. Um, right by Nipper's Corner. You, Best you, lasagna I've ever had. You just saying that because I'm Italian? or you? Just, yeah, absolutely. Oh, God. <laughs> and end the show. <laughs> No, uh, seriously, best lasagna I've ever had. I've also never had Nick's mom's lasagna, so yeah, it's a um, stiff competition, I guess. Yeah, but. just for people listening, yeah, I'm Italian, and yeah, that Valaba, yeah, I'm about to blow that out the water. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I'm just kidding. It probably got really, really good food, but uh, yeah, that's his favorite place, Valaba. Anything else now? Uh, man, I had somewhere yesterday, I don't remember what it was called. Though. Any genuine Nashville type of food or no? Dude, it was oh Martin's. That's Martin's. What it was. There yeah, you go. And Martin's yesterday they kicked ass. Yeah, they got really good barbecue, folks. Yeah. So if you have never been to Martin's, there you go. If you've been to Martin's, what do you normally get there? Um, dude, I just got like the brisket uh, sandwich, like the or? Southern taco or something. Boom. Yeah. Southern taco. Alabama white sauce on the wings, smoked wings. That was amazing. It's like the only way, right? Yeah, yeah. for sure. <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, Gavin, thank you very much. Appreciate it, man. Hey, thanks for having me. Take it easy, everybody. Remember, follow them on social media everywhere. It'll be linked below on YouTube. Uh, if you can also listen to it, it'll be on multiple platforms. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, yeah, welcome back to the Nick Frazier Podcast. More to come. For all of you that listen to the end of the Nick Frazier Podcast episodes, you're in for a treat. Here is Devin Carter's an unreleased original. Not sure the name because he didn't give it to me, but it's really good. So here it is.